There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the Big Dave Podcast. Like a whiskey shot and last call, it's like she was made for moving on. That girl is going, going, gone. Going, going, gone. Going, going, gone. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. Hopping into the B105 Who Was Right Last Night courtroom this morning. We got Lydia. Good morning, Lydia. Hi, good morning. And you're having a big old problem with your husband, Christian. Uh, uh, It all has to do with butter? Yes. So I grew up with, um, you know, putting butter inside our refrigerator. And he... He likes to keep the butter outside of the refrigerator and, like, kind of leaves it out. And I don't like that. So I would just like for him to just keep the butter in the fridge where it's supposed to be. Um, but he just refuses. Now, wait. Are you talking like a stick of butter? He takes it. Because you got to put them in the fridge when you buy new butter. I mean, you can't right. just leave the whole box sitting out all the time. But you can, you like a stick of butter. Yeah, it's like a stick of butter, and then, you know, we use it for, like, buttering our toast or, like, um, you know, putting our bagels, like, things like that. And I like to keep it in the fridge, and then when I'm going to use it, I'll leave it out for, like, a few minutes for it to soften up. But it it belongs in the fridge. I mean, it kind of gets a little soft sitting out, but it's easy to spread that way, I will say that. Yes, but I just think butter should be refrigerated. It's funny. I didn't even think about this being like a thing, but I did have a, a butter argument one time with an ex. Like, I called him the dirty butterer because he would have, like, crumbs from the bread and it would get stuck in the butter. Oh. Yeah. So uh. that was a whole different argument. It's like, the butter is a- atrocious in the fridge, though. <laughs> it looks nasty. Now, growing up, I used to get in trouble if we left butter out. And then I went home to visit my mom, and she had a thing of butter sitting out. I put it in the fridge. I got in trouble for putting the butter in the fridge. Wait. She read somewhere in a magazine, a Reader's Digest, that, yeah, you could leave your butter on the countertop for like two to three days, and it'll stay soft. It's easier to spread. It's easier to mix and bake oh. with. So now she's leaving it on the countertop like you Christian. Can't, you can't get it right when you go visit her. No, I don't know oh, what now I'm doing. Now it's out. Yeah. Okay. So, so Lydia, what does Christian say when you tell him you would like to put it back in the fridge? Well, he's usually like, you know, it's fine. Like, I've looked it up and it doesn't go bad or anything. And it's okay to be left out. And that's how he grew up with his butter out, you know, left outside as opposed to in the fridge. So he's just trying to justify the whole thing. Okay, I don't know how much butter you're using, but I'm not using a stick every two to three days. I hope not. Yeah, it will go rancid, I guess, if it sits out. And they say you definitely have to have it, like, covered so, you know, things aren't blown around and fall on it. Right, exactly. All right, well, uh, this is an interesting who was right last night, to say the least. So, uh... Lydia, do you have a closing argument before we go to the jury? 
I just think he should follow my word and just keep the butter in the refrigerator. And so, you know, that way, you know, we manage the amount of butter that we use and, you know, it's just safer just to keep it in the fridge. Okay. Statman, you're up first. Uh, I'm going to side with your cat, who also loves the butter on the counter, right? <laughs> now, Christian, i got to side with him because my mom does it. And if, if I'm going to be baking cookies with the girls, like, on a Saturday, I'll leave the butter out on a Friday night. Uh, we don't leave it out all the time, though, because we got chihuahuas that are very uh, <laughs> suspicious looking. But uh, I'm going Team Christian on this one. All right, Ashley. I'm going Team Lydia, but, like, to a certain degree. I think the butter should go in the fridge, but I don't think you should make a fuss about it. Just put it back in the fridge, and it's not even an argument. Not an argument. Unless he's going behind your back and taking the butter out of the fridge. But, I mean, who would do that? Gosh, mm-hmm. I, I'm so torn on this one because, man, I love... Well, one of my biggest pet peeves is when I'm in a restaurant and they bring you rolls and you reach to grab a thing of butter out of the dish there, and you can tell it just came out of the fridge. You got to put it in your pocket for a little I bit. I know, or I hold it in my hand. <laughs> like, warm and, it up. And warm it up in my hand is what I do. <laughs> Because I'll forget it in my pocket, and then that's a laundry <laughs> disaster I don't want to face. But, I gosh, I'm torn. But then again, I don't want to get sick off of rancid butter that's been sitting out because I don't know how long that's been sitting there. So I'm going to go with, with you, Lydia, on this one. I think uh, keep it in the fridge just to be safe. But I do love some soft, warm butter. <laughs> uh, by two to one, we have determined that Lydia was right last night. Yes, thank you so much. All right, so uh, yeah. feel free to butter up everything you want. And I can't believe we made it through this whole conversation without mentioning biscuits. For God's sakes, what is wrong with us? A hard butter will just crumble them. We'll tear up your bread and enjoy your hard butter. Exactly. Thank you, Lydia. Let's see what our B105 uh, listening jury has to say about this, okay? Okay, thank you. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Who was right last night? My goodness, uh, what a mess we have with this butter. Uh, Lydia does not like that her husband Christian leaves out the butter for extended periods of time. Constantly, She thinks it's bad for you. He likes it soft. Uh, By a score of two to one, though, we did side with Lydia on this. But our B105 jury needs to weigh in, and we'll start with Brian from the west side. Says he is Team Christian, but you got another take on it. What's that, Brian? I always got yelled at for doing the corn on the cob, rolling, and ruining the whole stick of butter as a kid. So I just thought it was one of those things I get yelled at for leaving butter out all the time. So I'm on Team Christian. Okay. Yeah. And he's sliding a, your corn of cob across it. Yeah, you can just put the corn away and just eat the stick of butter if you want, you know. Right. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, when yeah. You would take it long ways and just roll it and it would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The normal way of doing it. That's awesome. Yeah. I like the way you think, Brian. Appreciate your call, man. Have a great day. All right, you guys, too. I love your show. Thank you, buddy. Love you, too, man. Uh, Jennifer from Hamilton says you have the conclusion to this. What is it? I do. Don't sweat the small stuff. Give him his stick of butter. Get her her stick of butter and just go on your merry way. It's not worth fighting over. All right. Very good. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh Okay. Sarah from Oxford has a problem with Lydia, and what is that? I don't like her saying that he should just listen to what she has to say. Like, her her way is the right way. They should compromise. But this whole do it my way because I said so doesn't really work for me. Gotcha. All right. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate it. Have a great day. You too. Uh, Destiana says uh, she leaves the butter out all the time. I do. So... 
I actually grew up, we only used margarine, uh, but when I got married, my mother-in-law told me that uh, you can actually keep salted butter in a butter dish out on the counter like 24-7. You can't keep unsalted butter out, but Mm. the salt in the butter actually keeps it from going rancid. So we keep it out all the time, and it's, it's soft for toast and biscuits, and you never have to worry about pulling it in and out of the fridge. Okay, that's good. The unsalted is not good. Salted is fine to leave out. Right. That's what we're hearing through our B105 app a lot, too, is to have that butter bell out on the counter, which mm-hmm. is like a little crock. You know who has a butter bell? Who's that? Grandma Dawn. Grandma Dawn. Of course she does. He's ahead of the game, <laughs> Destiana. And by the way, we love that name. Thank you. I appreciate it. You have a butterific day, okay? <laughs> Thanks. You too. All right. Kathy says you have the final solution to this, and what is it? The butter does go in the fridge, but you got to use Blue Bonnet. Blue Bonnet. Everything's better with Blue Bonnet on it. It doesn't get hard. It stays soft. It melts so easy. Blue Bonnet. I remember Blue Bonnet. Thank you very much, Kathy. Thank you. You're welcome. You have a good day. You too. And Kelly's weighed in on the B105 app. Most of the time we just get comments, but this time we've got a comment and a picture sent. Uh Uh-oh. She says, leave your butter out. As a cookie baker, mine is constantly out. It'll be fine. This will less likely all be gone in about two weeks, but I always have butter out. And she sent literally over five sticks of butter on the counter. (laughs) Just hanging out. It's out. I love it. All right. Well, thanks to everybody on the B105 jury this morning. Amazing. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Uh, Ashley has now had Bumble on her phone for me now for, what, like 48 hours? Yeah, roughly. roughly. Yeah. Uh, okay. Not so a lot of there. activity, but a little. And you're running into a problem. What are you having a problem with over there this morning? I don't know how to talk like a dude. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, you're supposed to be answering for me, so what's the problem? Yeah, I feel like I used too many exclamation points. Like, a guy would seem weird if he's talking like that, but it's normal probably for a girl. Like, you just seem overly excited. All right, what well, what are you trying to answer right now? So, I had put in your bio that you're a hard-working father of two that loves a good dad joke and tater tots. Mm-hmm. And then Julia responded back to your bio and said, have you been to Nation Kitchen? They have delicious tater tots. Okay. Oh, I, I say, hey, exclamation point. I'll have to try that. Two exclamation points. Oh, boy. Thanks. Oh. And then. How many exclamation points after thanks? None, because I was like, I got to slow my roll. So then Julia says, I was there a couple of weeks ago and couldn't stop eating them. They were crispy and nicely seasoned. And I want to immediately put, yum, two exclamation points. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. well, how would you respond? Like, that sounds good. This is Thank almost, you. it's like my daughter Dara is running the account. Yeah, it's like it, emoji, emoji, exclamation point, <laughs> half a word here, Yeah, the drooling there. emoji. Oh, yeah. All that. I will say, though, but t- texting with Dave is a little different than texting with the normal dudes. Like, mm-hmm. the punctuation with most of my friends is put there by their phones. I know they're, they're mm-hmm. not doing anything, but you have great grammar. I try. Like, even I, in your text messages. No, I've run into that before. People are like, why do you have commas and everything so grammatically perfect in your text message? I'm just like, because I have an English minor in <laughs> that, college. I minored I in yeah. English and I can't help it. It's just ingrained in me. So when you respond back, maybe you have to have perfect grammar. Oh, God. Perhaps. Yeah, that's not going to happen <laughs> here. I didn't even put a period <laughs> after the thanks that's and the okay. previous message. However, see, I like on iPhone when you really don't know what to say or the conversation's really not going anywhere, you can hold the message down and love it or you know do the exclamation points to the message you can't do that on here like i'm holding it down it's like reply Um, copy report because like i don't i don't know if this is going to go anywhere but 
So I don't even know how to respond. So what would you say? Uh, hey, thanks for the tip. I'll have to try those tots. I kind of already said that. Okay, then. Oh, wow, you got no game. I already uh, well, said I, that. <laughs> that's why you guys are doing <laughs> this. Yeah. We need yeah. to try the tots together. Maybe we go out on Friday and you introduce me to that restaurant you I mentioned. I don't know if she fits the, the criteria. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. trying to get me on a date like tomorrow. It's like, just oh. settle that. Slow your <laughs> like roll. Like yesterday. Slow anyway. your roll. I got you on hinge, man, and the ladies are just coming through the door like it's a buffet line. <laughs> How about Peggy? She's 52, got fifth place in the watermelon seed spitting contest at the Ohio State state fair mm. wow i just had a really dirty thought i'm not gonna say it uh, marina she's 55 likes watching college basketball eating chicken wings having a beer the key to her heart is her six shih tzu rescue oh that might be why she's single okay. six dogs that's a really interesting yeah. name i don't know how she gets a chicken wing in a, a lady named little she's 57 weirdly attracted to bald men well, you're not exactly bald. Not you got bald, like five I hairs there. Enough. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'd call me bald. I'd say hair challenged. All right, last one. <laughs> Follically challenged. Yeah, I've got to introduce you to Tracy. She's 50. Her most irrational fear is clowns and birds. She says, I'm glad there aren't clown birds. Oh, no. Maybe there are clown birds. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Oh, my emoji. God. So she'd be terrified of Dave. He's a clown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that. And Heather from Middletown joins us now and says, you're single like me and not a big fan of these dating apps either. Right. Yeah. I'm kind of, I feel like I, um, this whole social media world is very, it's scary to me, to be honest. Like as a female, there's a lot of things with filters and all these things. So there's just a lot of pressure as a female. And when you try to get into a dating world, it's just really scary. It causes me a lot of anxiety. It causes me all these things where it just ends up not being worth it for me. So I don't really get on those platforms. So I guess I'm kind of old school, I would say. Yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah. but on the same lines of the uh, filters and all of that, that you could digitally change your photo, isn't it kind of the same thing in the 80s when women would put on a push-up bra and <laughs> put, like, wedges <laughs> under the heels to look taller, What you know, fake it till you make it kind of thing? Yeah, and I feel like that stuff never really went away. All that stuff's still, you know, active. And it just got better. digital now. It's yeah. got better, yeah. yeah. It's just even better, more fake looking, and you can't tell. It's just like, it's a scary world, I feel like. And I'm just like, love yourself, you know? That's really the main thing oh. I found through this journey. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's so powerful. You've gone out into the dating world and discovered yourself. Yeah, it kind of, it was like, you have to get lost in order to find you. Well said. Big Dave, What? where do you stand on this? I kind of agree with her. It, it all scares the hell out of me, all this stuff. I mean, it honestly does. And I'm like, I is it even worth it, you know, no. at, at some point? In yeah. the end, it could be. Hey, maybe we're trying the wrong app. We need to get you on the field app. It's an online dating for polyamorous couples. Open-minded human beings. What's polyamorous? Uh, they're into yeah. anything and everything. There's like 21 different categories of what you're into. Uh, you, you like to dress up like cartoon characters. There's a section for that. Uh I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Of furries? Yeah. Um, Looking on, for on tail? Halloween, they got maybe. I, but other than that, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, it doesn't sound like my thing there. That's Best part of, of the scary part, I think. Yeah. Best of luck to you, yeah, Heather. You're not alone. You're not alone out here. You're not alone. Thanks for the vulnerability, Heather. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You too, and uh, and we'll just be terrified together. How's that sound, Heather? Okay. We're not alone. That's all. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Heather just called in, and uh, she was just saying, just like me, she's terrified of these dating apps and everything else that goes with the single world right now. And Michael has a comment about that. That sounded like a profile to me. I think she was trying to hang out a branch there. Oh, you think? uh, And we all missed it? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We suck at this. Like I'm pretty sure she was like, oh, yeah, the online dating. She's talking about her single life. I'm just like, I just screamed that she's hanging out a branch there to see if uh, he's interested. Heather, if you're listening out there and that is the case, call us, 749-B105 <laughs> and let's talk through that. I cannot I, yeah. believe we may have all completely missed that. I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't pick that up, but Michael, you say you did. Yeah. <laughs> I could be wrong. Okay, that, that, that was her game, was not having game and acting like she's terrified of the game. Pretty much, yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty much what I got from that. Tony wrote in on the B105 app agreeing with you and said, Big Dave, that sounds like a perfect match for you. Let's go, Stat. Let's go, Ashley. Get him connected with Heather. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. Right. As soon as I heard that, I was like, that's why. <laughs> okay. All right, Michael. Thank you very much, buddy. Later. Okay. So there's all kinds of games out there. I better huh. read the playbook, I guess. I don't know. 725. Uh, this is Jason Aldean and a girl like you, B105. Good morning. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Class is in session. So let the grading begin. It's the Big Dave Show Relationship Report Card on B105. Getting that checkup from the neck up here on B105 and welcoming to the show uh, Ashley's Officer Nick. Good morning, Officer Nick. Good morning. And of course, stat wife Kayla. Good morning, Kayla. Good morning. All right, we'll let uh, Officer Nick go first since he was off last week. And what are we going to go after Ashley for today, sir? Ashley has to wake up, you know, ridiculously early like the rest of you guys, and that means she she goes to bed early. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't like to go to bed when she goes to bed most of the time. I don't have to wake up that early. So last night, I come to bed hours later. The door had been closed to the bedroom, so I don't wake her up because, you know, that would be a, a disaster. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she keeps a little space heater on in the room to keep it at at a level that she's comfortable. It is so hot when I get into that room. Like, I mean, it must have been 90 degrees with that space heater on. Ashley, it was disgusting. I I said, what is going on in here? And I know you don't even remember this. You were asleep, but you're like, don't touch me. I made a mistake (laughs) of touching her back. She was so sweaty. (laughs) No, I was not. You were absolutely. My hand almost like, ugh, almost (laughs) like stuck to your back. It was. Well, I'm also under a weighted blanket. She got a weighted blanket and a space heater going in there. Yeah, well, he keeps the house so cold. I have to have these items. It's 68 degrees in here. That's a a reasonable temperature. 20 pound blanket and 90 degree temperature. 
I remember saying, why didn't you turn off the heater? Because the button for the heater, Dave, is right next to that. Why are you talking to me while I'm asleep is the real question. <laughs> it was uncomfortable is all I'm saying. So, yeah, that, that's what I'm complaining about. I don't know. What do you suggest, Ashley? Do you have any idea on how to make this right? I think it's funny that I even say, don't touch me, even while I'm sleeping. Awake wow. and sleeping. Yeah. Don't yeah. touch me. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's programmed into our brain. I, for one, I can't sleep hot. Neither can I. I, I want to be hot. cold and under the things and then kind of warm up gradually as I go to sleep. I, I, if I get in a hot bed, I'm never going to go to sleep. Disgusting. Yeah, I agree. Now, and what, do you, what do you say? Neither can you, Ashley. You were uncut. Well, you might not have been asleep. You might have just passed out. It was so hot. <laughs> did you turn the heater off? I'm guessing. I don't know. Yes, I did turn the heater off. Yeah. Okay, what? So you got your way. I was just warming things up for you, man. Yeah, it's a perfect opportunity to come to bed naked. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, you I mean, can only get so naked, though. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, once you're there, this, this okay. does explain why she needs these giant water bottles all the time because she dehydrates herself <laughs> while she's asleep. We're sleeping in a sauna here. And then I get to work, and all you guys hear all morning is I'm cold. My hands are cold. My nose is cold. I need a blanket. Oh, God. So, you need uh, to bring that space heater in, I guess. No. No, 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 no. (laughs) All right, let's go to uh, Kayla here, stat wife. Kayla, what do we got on the boy this week? Well, you know, I love my husband dearly, and he always has great intention, but his execution is just lacking most of the time. This week, there have been some stray cats that have been kind of roaming the neighborhood, and stat thought he would be helpful, and he would get a live trap from my dad. Um, to take these cats to the shelter because they're feral and, you know, have them fixed and, and hopefully get them donated or something. Adopt them for them, yeah. But he has yet to catch a cat. Um, the only thing that he has caught so far, I think there's one squirrel that I know of. Oh, he was um, mad. Then, <laughs> sure. And then he did catch BB, our new puppy. Um, <laughs> no. Twice. I caught the dog twice. Yeah, she likes tuna also. I, I don't know. We have tuna eating squirrels around our house. Yeah. <laughs> and puppies. I'm doing something wrong. Wait, so I was going to ask, do you, you put something in the trap to lure the animals to it, and it's tuna? Tuna. Yeah, yeah. cats would like that, you would think. Oh, I yeah. Thought, but so do squirrels and our puppy dog. <laughs> this has been a big fail. <laughs> yeah. A huge fail, and this is why now this morning I ended up having to clean up puppy puke that smelled like tuna fish. Oh, oh. sorry about that. Must have got in the trap again, hey, oh. but she got out, so I must not have set the trap right. <laughs> so the cats are still roaming the uh, yards and everything there. They absolutely are, and it's spring, so they're probably going to multiply here real soon. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm trying That's- my best, but I, let's leave the hunting and gathering to you, and, and I'll do the other the other part of the role here, the caveman the role. Cooking, the cooking, yeah. the cleaning, and child care, like it. Yeah, deal. deal. Sounds like a Kayla's in. Sounds like a deal, but the, the the catching the cat is a no go. It's like he tried to solve a problem, but just created more. <laughs> That's the story of our life, really. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, Officer Nick for Ashley's uh, bedroom sauna with a space heater and weighted blanket. What are we giving her this week? I'm just going to give Ashley an F for freaking hot. I mean, it was... I am freaking hot. Hey. You are freaking hot in a really bad way. Let me change that for you. How about an F for Fahrenheit? (laughs) Way too hot. Very creative. (laughs) And a stat wife, Kayla, for stats inability to to catch the stray cats. (laughs)
Oh, he's getting SD for catching everything but the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next week's dad. Yeah, yeah, keep trying. And now he's catching a little bit of hell on here. How about that? <laughs> All right, stat wife Kayla, Officer Nick, have a good week. Enjoy your uh, sweaty nights and your, well, I guess your cat traps. I- <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. You guys, too. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show, it's it's pretty rare that we have uh, prehistoric news on the show, and today we actually have two prehistoric stories. Yeah, that's right. It, the, it, the first one, including a beaver. All right, now what's the deal with the beaver? A big beaver. Researchers at the University of Texas, Austin, have named a newly identified ancient beaver species after... Buckies. Wait, the gas station Buckies? <laughs> yes, a chain of Texas-based <laughs> convenience stores. That's right. So the ancient beaver has a, a name for short, A. Bucky, lived in Texas around 15 million years ago. And they're saying this was approximately 30% larger than modern beavers. Rounding out to be about 38 to 45 inches and 57 pounds. Oh, dang. That, that's like the size of the statue that's out front of the Bucky's gas station. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. It's life size. It Huge. And was it a saber-toothed beaver? You should see the teeth on this <laughs> thing. Bet, it is I scary. Bet. Yeah. And it, hey, this is beaver country is what they're saying. That's amazing. So wow. that's the prehistoric beaver. And now, Stat, wait, you have the... A prehistoric meatball. Uh, Yes. So a group of meat scientists from Australia have created the first woolly mammoth meatball made from the flesh of a woolly mammoth that they got in the Siberian frozen tundra somewhere mixed with some elephant DNA. Oh, God. So wait, you're telling me there's actually up in Siberia in all that Mm -hmm. ice and mess, there's still woolly mammoths down there that are are frozen and their meat is still on them. Uh, Yeah. And Actually, they're up in Alaska, too. There was a guy named John Reeves. He actually ate the mammoth meat that he found on a thawing mammoth carcass. This was a few years ago. He said uh, it tastes like shoe leather. Probably should have marinated it, but it wasn't bad after a few drinks. Oh, well. (laughs) I feel like it needs, like, barbecue sauce. I'm a big sauce person. Well, (sighs) unlike that guy, uh, the scientists that created the mammoth meatball are afraid to try it. I bet. Yeah, they're afraid there's some sort of old disease that's in there that our bodies won't be able to digest, and then they'll create a zombie apocalypse or something. (laughs) I think it's interesting. They they settled on the mammoth meatball, but they actually started by trying to make dodo bird meatballs. What? Yeah, I think they're actually trying to get dodo bird wings. Because that'd be like chicken wings, but even But why, why do we even need these things? We don't need We've these things. We've got bacon, sausage. We've got exactly. it all. All I'm hearing is that they've got woolly mammoth DNA, and they've had it, obviously, for a few years. Yeah. Why are we not seeing woolly mammoths around here? I want to see a woolly mammoth you back. You do? I do. Oh. I think that'd be cool. Oof. Now you're just thinking about the ribs. Yeah. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> I don't want to eat expensive. it. I want to watch it, but uh, we'll see. Man, that's crazy. It so, sure is. Prehistoric beavers and woolly mammoth meatballs. Let's eat. Who knew? 838. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Yep, B105, Big Dave Show playing What the Truck, and we got Sandra here with us. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning. All right, are you ready to guess the truck today? 
I am. Here we go. Here's your clue. All right. This futuristic-looking 1985 SR5 Extra Cab might be the most famous truck of all time. Tell us, what, what the truck? truck? Um, Back to the Future? Yeah! Marty McFly's truck when he went back in time and came back. Oh, that thing looked nice sitting out there. Wasn't Biff waxing it and washing it for him, too? Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Congratulations. Thank you. You've got a four-pack of tickets to see Monster Jam at Heritage Bank Center April 15th and 16th. Congrats. Thank you. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Our good vibes today started at the end of 2021 with a very fateful Uber ride in Salem, New Jersey. Bill Sumiel was going through kidney failure and because of his age was told by his doctors that he needed a kidney transplant as soon as possible. So Bill was put on the transplant waiting list. And you all, we all know that can be a very long wait sometimes. In the meantime, it was dialysis and a lot of it. One day, the dialysis center at Christiana Hospital had arranged for an Uber to pick up Bill and bring him to his appointment. When the Uber showed up, it was being driven by 33-year-old Army veteran Tim Lettuce, who normally works in another county that was a pretty good distance away, but just so happened to have a fare that morning that brought him to Salem, and he answered the call for Bill's ride. And Bill's very lucky that he did. Once Bill got in the car, Bill and Tim struck up a conversation and Bill explained that he was on his way to dialysis and told Tim how he was waiting for a kidney. After hearing his whole story, a very moved Tim told Bill that God must have put you in my car for a reason today and then added, if you'll take down my name and number, I'll give you a kidney if we match. I mean, wow. (laughs) Yeah, a complete stranger offered this. Bill says he was shaking so much that he could barely write down Tim's information. After some testing, it was determined that the two were a match. So the operation happened a few months later at Christiana Hospital, and it was a success. Bill says giving a kidney is the gift of life, and he feels so fortunate to have that gift, and his life is almost back to normal. He says, I know miracles have happened in the past, but maybe not to me. But they have now, and I really have those beliefs reinforced. Lettuce, the Army veteran, now lives in Germany, but plans to stay in contact with Bill through Facebook as he continues his rehab twice a week. And he just passed the one-year anniversary of his successful kidney replacement surgery. A life-changing Uber ride. Yes, all of this because of an Uber ride that truly showed the kindness of a stranger. Crazy. Thank you for the good vibes this morning. B. B105. This is the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. And this morning we have a Jordan. He is a father of three from Warsaw, KY. He is a power plant operator. That's a cool sounding job. Yeah, I like it. And everybody else does too because you keep their power on, it sounds like. Well, they like it when it's going. That's all there is. (laughs) Well, let's have that dad joke, buddy. Uh, How does the rock use the bathroom? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. How How does does the the rock rock use use the the bathroom? bathroom? He dwains his Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) That one had a lot of power. I like it. Uh, Thank you very much, Jordan. Appreciate it, buddy. All right. Thank you. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave podcast.
B105.com.